eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 17 weeks, 4 quarters, 60 minutes, and it all leads up to one Winning, winning Drive. Welcome back, everybody, to the Winning Drive podcast. I am Rita Hubbard, a.k.a. the NFL Chick, co-host of Ravens Post Game Uncensored on 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore. And I'm Cordell Woodland, host of Shaking It Up Sports on 105.7 The Fan and beat reporter for the Baltimore Ravens on that same station. And of course, everybody knows this is all Ravens, everything. And Cordell, it's always fun to have these uh, podcasts after a win um, and a solid one that the Ravens had uh, on Sunday. But there's obviously some things that we are concerned about moving forward. And of course, one of the issues that we're seeing is the offensive line. Um, You see the uh, Fa'alele, the fourth left tackle, which is a guy that was not ever a left tackle. Um, coming in, you uh, have Ronnie Stanley, who is still yet to make his debut uh, for the 2022 NFL season. I have no idea who's the backup uh, for Fa'alele. <laughs> if something happens to him, please, let's not let that happen. But, I mean, obviously that's something that you have to think about. So, you know, uh, how concerned are you about this situation regarding the offensive line? Because they were just starting to come into a rhythm. And look, Fa'alele did really well at some point um, towards the the second half uh, last week. But you have to be concerned about having a guy that really has no left tackle experience, you know, protecting Lamar Jackson. Definitely. Um, You saw at the start, you know, when he initially got in the game, it wasn't pretty. You know, I think it took a couple of series for him to finally uh, get comfortable. Um, Credit to the Ravens and Greg Roman for having a a plan in place for Falele once he got out there. They, you know, sent Patrick Ricard over there to help at times. They have running backs chipping uh, in the pass protection. Um, One thing that he did do very well from the jump, I would say, was run block. Uh, He's a big guy and, you know, the running game definitely kind of woke up uh, in that Patriots game, which we'll talk about a little later. But I I thought he did a really good job in the run game. But going forward, you know, you have to be concerned about the depth right there. You said it, they're down to their fourth left tackle right now. Ronnie Stanley being one of the four and he hasn't even gotten on the field yet. And we'll see if this is the week that Ronnie Stanley gets out there. Uh, We'll see what kind of week of practice he puts together. But 
I'm not overly optimistic that we'll see Ronnie Stanley this week and really anytime soon anymore. You know, I, I, I was in kind of thinking that we'd see him in the first four weeks and now it's looking like that's not going to happen. Okay. And so the question bears like, when are we going to see Ronnie Stanley? If ever. Right. Um, it's, it's clear now that it's a Ronnie Stanley decision. Uh, before we were kind of having to decipher through John Harbaugh's words and his press conferences and stuff and try to look for little clues here or there to see, you know, what exactly he was saying in terms of the Ronnie Stanley situation and who can, who whose decision is it ultimately? There was some questions there, but I think after hearing Harbaugh over the last week or so, it's clear Ronnie Stanley is kind of the holdup here. He's, you know, he's the one that has the final say right now on when he gets back on the football field. And it just seems like he's extremely hesitant right now to do so. I, I don't know if it's him not feeling right. I don't know if he's not, you know, in any rush to get back out there and have contact. I don't know if he's confident in the fact that he can play a whole game and come out healthy. Uh, it's been a while since he's been able to make it through a whole game. So it could be a combination of all those things. But regardless, it's 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 a big-time uh, blow to this Ravens offense and this offensive line right now because Patrick McCarry, who was, you know, basically everybody's backup along this offensive line, he's not even available right now. And, and it looks like the Ravens may have dodged a bullet there. It looks like McCarry's injury isn't going to be as serious as it may have looked. But he's going to be out for a little bit, you know. So the question bears, who's going to be the new backup left tackle? Um, I'm thinking that they're probably going to elevate David Sharp off the practice squad. Um, and maybe even somebody else. They may have to go and sign somebody off the street just for depth purposes. Right. Um, but, you know, in terms of Lele, I, I definitely was encouraged seeing him get more comfortable as the game went on. And, you know, we'll see what happens this week. Uh, how, what, what type of plan they have in place for him, how much help they feel like they still have to give him because they're going up against a Bills team that definitely can get after the quarterback. Von Miller is, is <laughs> looking like Von Miller of old um, yes. right now. And so that's going to be a big time test for Lele going up against Von Miller on Sunday. I would imagine that the Ravens are still going to try to give him as much help as possible um, because he did kind of get exposed a couple of times in one-on-one -on -one situations, but I, I, I still like Falele's upside. I think he's a very strong guy. Um, and I think the more comfortable he gets, the better he'll be, but everybody needs to understand he is playing out of position and not like Jawan James type of out of position. I mean, this is the dude that has not played left tackle at all in his career. Right. Um, and and Jawan James was similar in that instance too, but this is a rookie. You know, he, he's he's basically being thrown out in the fire and asked to do things he hasn't done before. And, you know, I think people have to be patient in this situation. I know it'll be tough yeah. to be patient because the NFL doesn't allow you to really be patient. Every game matters. Uh, and especially when you have Lamar Jackson back there, nobody wants to see him getting hit too much. Um, but I, I, I do think that the Ravens, trust Lele over there and what choice do they have right now but I, I think they'll try to do as much as possible to give him help this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah, I mean, listen, there's nothing we can do. We can't force Ronnie Stanley back. Um, And I think I looked up his cap number, you know, going into 2023. It's pretty ugly. And so Mm -hmm. then that's a situation. Maybe you try to find a way to restructure that contract. but, but, But apparently as of you know, he signed that contract in 2020 and then the following week he ended up injured. Of course, no fault of his own, but we're, we're kind of going into, we're going into year two now. Um, we're into year two, excuse me, of him not really being on the field minus that one game. And listen, I understand uh, that, you know, he doesn't want to rush his way back. He wants to feel a hundred percent, but this team is reeling at left tackle right now. And, 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 you know, you and I predicted that we didn't expect to see him until week three or four anyway. Well, guess what? It's week four coming and we still don't know if he's going to be there. So that tells you a lot about what this is. And I'm curious about the severity of this injury as well, because, you know, it's been over a year now. What it, You know, we're going into October. Um, and so, you know, what is it that it's, it's the hold up? Is it just him or is it really like a, a, a physical thing of just trying to get back into shape? But all we know is that there's a need at left tackle. And like you said, Vaughn Miller is playing at such a high level right now that they're going to need all the help that they can get. And look, even if Ronnie Stanley did play Cordell, he, I still think he would need help because even if that's his first game back, he'd still be rusty. He'd still probably need a little bit, some chips or, you know, something going on over there. So I really hope that Greg Roman is prepared for that because I just don't, even if he did come back on Sunday, I still don't see him like dominating Vaughn Miller with the way that Vaughn Miller is playing. I still think that he needs some help. So whether it's Lele, whether it's Ronnie Stanley, what's the, the young guy's name that you just mentioned? David Sharp. Okay. Yeah, him. <laughs> right. You know, whoever. You know what I'm saying? They all gonna need some help. That that's as far as that's how I see it. And that's as far as I'm concerned. And so yeah, you, you hope that Pat McCarry uh finds his way back uh, sooner than later because you need depth on the offensive line regardless. And again, Fa'alele can't that is not his you know natural position anyway. So we're asking somebody to do something that they've never been, you know, um coached to do. So uh, I really hope that this is the week we see Ron Stanley for obvious reasons. Um, you, d- you do not want Lamar to be getting hurt. Um, and Vaughn Miller is just playing like the Tasmanian devil that he is. Um, but if not, man, you know, they really have to find a way to slow him down because he's going to be a big issue come Sunday. No doubt about it, you know, and the left tackle spot is really kind of like the glue to this offensive line. And we'll see what happens. Look, I think Kevin Zeidler has played great. I think Morgan Moses has played really good. I thought Tyler Linderbaum had a really good day on Sunday against the Patriots. You know, Ben Powers, he has his moments, but he also has his moments where he doesn't look really good. Um, And I, I just feel like the way that this offensive line is situated right now, they, they need to have some sort of foundation at that left tackle spot. It doesn't need to be a revolving door. It needs to be somebody down there that they can trust. And I think Falele is a, you know, it's no secret. The dude is big and he's strong. He, I think he can play. I think that's the one thing that he showed on Sunday is that he can play um, at this level. It's just a matter of getting him comfortable playing 
out of position and, you know, being able to have a full week of practice, you know, playing with the ones and playing at left tackle all week definitely will help him uh, for sure. But nothing can prepare you for going up against a guy like Von Miller. I mean, that that is something that you can only experience live in person. You can't really replicate that in yeah. practice. Um, and we'll see what happens, you know, when they when when they do get out there. But I, I do believe that this offensive line right now, you gotta be worried about it. If nothing right. else, again, it's, it's it's the depth. And I think, you know, when Farlele initially got in the game, you saw Lamar kind of you know, looking over his shoulder a couple of times, like, uh-oh, you know, is this is this going to be like last year all over again with Villanueva at left tackle and then it just turned out to get ugly? The, you know, that uh, Paul Lele's initial uh, drives weren't pretty. Um, but like I said, he did get better as the game went on, and I think uh, it's just got to get at least good enough to the point to where at least Lamar feels comfortable and doesn't feel like he has to worry about his blind side all throughout the game. It's bad enough he has an elite pass rusher that he'll be going against mm -hmm. on the other side of the ball. He's already going to be looking to see where that guy is, but he doesn't need to peek over his shoulder on a continuous basis all throughout the game. Um, talking to Coach Harbaugh on Monday about foul Lele, he was definitely encouraged with what he saw. He agreed that he did get better as the game went on. Um, he thought Greg Roman did a pretty good job helping him out early uh, out there, but he did think that Falele adjusted to the speed of the game. Yeah. And that'll be key on Sunday because the Bills have a lot of speed on defense. They have a lot of speed on that front line. Um, so even if he's not going up against Von Miller, it's not like he'll have an off, you know, be able to take a series or a play off because they have guys that can get to the passer all along uh, that defensive line, Ed Oliver, Greg Rousseau. You know, Daquan Jones, all Tremaine Evans is a pretty good blitzer. Matt Milano likes the blitz as well. They, they've got some guys um, that can play out there and can definitely get out to the quarterback. It helps to have Lamar Jackson in your backfield that can kind of help out your, your beat up O line by just doing what he does. Um, but they're going to have to make sure that that left side of the line is taken care of for sure against these guys. Yeah, and you make a valid point about, you know, hopefully that doesn't um, mess up the flow of Lamar in terms of how he's played because he is uncertain about his pass protection, particularly on the left side. And, you know, obviously we saw this happen last year when everybody started zero blitzing. And I'm not suggesting that that's what the Bills are going to do. They probably don't even have to do that. But I'm just simply saying that, you know, we saw that type of pressure last year and of course the offensive line was not nearly as you know um consistent as it's been thus far but you know we saw how rattled Lamar was you know playing in the pocket and how he just was never really comfortable and I just hope that that th this doesn't really mess up his flow because he really is playing at such a high level and you would just mm -hmm. hate to see of course that's what the Bills want right I mean it, to them this is um you know right up their alley. Hey, their left tackle is out. They got some dude that, that never played left tackle before. Hey, man, let's take advantage. But hopefully the Ravens will have an opportunity to game plan against the defense who absolutely is going to try to take advantage of, of what's the, the weakness right now, which is the left side of their offensive line.